Welcome to the Bridge to You podcast, hosted by yours truly, Monique Russell, where we focus on diversity, inclusion, and understanding for Black cultures through conversations that help us connect to ourselves and each other. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bridge to You podcast. I am your host, Monique Russell, but you already knew that. Welcome back. Bridge to you listeners, it is a brand new spanking year, and I'm moving into 2024 with grace and ease. In this episode, we're going to talk about cultural agility and education. Because you are likely to interact with colleagues and clients and partners across international borders. And without talking and planning, you're going to get stuck, even if you have the best intentions. Whether you are in a personal or a professional setting, we need to be able to navigate complex cultural contexts. Right now, there's a lot of information in the news media and in corporate spaces about misunderstandings, misunderstandings that cause people to lose their jobs, misunderstandings that cause people to be turned down for promotions, misunderstandings that really don't move us forward in a productive way as a society because there's ineffective communication. Now, what I will say about cultural agility and this skill of flexibility is that it's different from a lot of the other disciplines. So when I say it's different from the other disciplines in terms of skill, for example, let's say that you are a financial analyst or you are a project manager. Simply having the skill to lead and manage projects is not enough because you need to do more than just implement. If you're a financial analyst and you're excellent at your job, which if you're listening to this podcast, I know you are, it's not enough. It's not enough to simply have your technical area of expertise, implement, 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 without realizing and recognizing that the marketplace and your society and your family members and the people that you work with Respect and respond to your ability to communicate effectively and have great relationships. Now, with cultural agility, if all you do is implement the skills, you win. And it's because it is based on the foundation of relationship building. So let's talk a little bit about why this is important. It's important because when you're trying to move your projects and your processes along and you run into misunderstanding, it creates a very stressful environment if you're not able to move forward effectively. And what I will say is there are things that you can do to improve your understanding of cultural agility. You can educate yourself. You can practice active listening, which we've talked about it on this show before. You know, it's not something that you can just learn by reading. You have to implement it. You have to practice it. You have to get feedback. Uh, also, you need to learn to manage your stress. 
This is the biggest piece of where we need to focus. Your biggest threat to doing this successfully is fatigue. Yeah, you heard it. Your biggest threat to doing this successfully is fatigue. The connection between fatigue and effective communication, especially cultural, navigating cultural waters, it doesn't get talked about often. When you're tired, when you're fatigued, your ability to process new information, your ability to empathize with others and communicate effectively gets diminished. Let me tell you, I had a lady recently who came to me because she was having a difficult time in her workplace. And there, of course, were different cultures, not just globally, but locally. And there was also, you know, different age differences in the team. But when she started talking to me, I realized that she was burned out. She was burned out. She wasn't really enjoying the work that she wanted to do. She wanted to have more responsibility. She wanted to be promoted. She wanted to, you know, move up that ladder. But the fact is that did not make any sense because like I said, she was burnt out. Because she was burnt out, she thought that it was, you know, just a personal vendetta that people in the organization was having towards her, not realizing that fatigue was actually playing into it as well. And what I mean by that is when we discuss scenarios and situations and responses, she was not able to see or acknowledge that she had any part in the challenge at all. Everything was perfect. Everything was fine. Everything was just, you know, um, one-sided, which was a blind spot. But there were multi-generational issues at play. And there was fatigue that was at play. And now cultural cannot only mean different ethnicities, not just someone, say, from the Caribbean and someone from the USA, Caribbean culture and American culture, or even within the Caribbean context, someone from uh, Grenada and someone from Jamaica, right? So it's not, cultural is not just ethnicity-based. You can have culture within your organization. And if you don't understand the culture that is within your different departments, you don't understand how to navigate certain people, certain processes, you are bound to consistently run up against misunderstandings. You will be frustrated. You will be emotionally and mentally drained and burned out. And that is not what we want for you. Not at all. So trying to practice cultural agility in a state of low emotional intelligence, which is driven by fatigue, it's nearly impossible for it to be effective. I know when I am in a space where I'm fatigued, I don't want to have a whole lot of information coming at me. I don't want to try to actively listen to anything. I'll tell you a story. Not too long ago, one of my sons he had something to share with me, but he wasn't sure how to share it. After several minutes in the conversation, I said, you know what? Maybe there needs to be a scenario where you just share something with me and I don't say anything back because the goal is for you to get this thing out. And he said to me, you know what, mom, I have something to share with you 
and I'm not ready for your feedback. What? (laughs) You're not ready for my feedback? What do you mean you're not ready for my feedback? All of those things were going on inside of my head. I didn't say anything, of course, but I was so happy and I was so proud that he was able to articulate what he felt and not just what he felt, but whether or not he was ready to hear what was going to be the response, whether it was going to be something that was, you know, positive or negative or something that he would be proud of or not, doesn't matter. But the fact that he could communicate that he wasn't ready or in a state to receive any type of information, it not only created a respect between us, but it created a healthy boundary. And it also allowed the communication process to move forward and continue. You see? So when we're not able to communicate, most of the times we're thinking through that something needs to be said. Something needs to be said but you don't know what it is that needs to be said. You may not be ready to say it. You may not be ready to share it. You may not be ready to actually hear the feedback. Say that. Say that. Because now communication is still moving in the right direction. Imagine that you are having a dialogue with someone And there's something that needs to be said, but they're not saying it. They're going about their day, just moving along. You know that you're waiting for feedback. They know that they need to give you feedback, but somehow magically they think that time will pass and you'll forget or time will pass and it'll disappear or the situation will get better all on its own. I find in many scenarios and situations, what it is is that we're thinking through what to say and how to say it, and when to say it. It doesn't matter if it is ordering a meal in a restaurant. It doesn't matter if it's expressing your desires. It doesn't matter if it's expressing your vulnerabilities, or if you have made a mistake, a cultural gaffe, or a boo-boo. So I'll say this. Moving forward, be willing to fail. That's number one. Be willing to fail. Be willing to get it wrong and say, hey, I may get this wrong, or I think I actually got it wrong. I'm trying. You know, I gave a presentation um, to a to a different group of people. It's a culture that's not something that I was familiar with, although I prepared. And there was one word within this presentation that I kept pronouncing the wrong way. I was trying to demonstrate that, you know, I had prepared and I was trying to make a a, a good rapport building scenario. And I did get good feedback. I got a very positive response that, you know, wow, it makes a difference when people from the outside are trying to connect with us and connect with our culture. But I kept getting the word wrong. And I didn't know I was pronouncing it wrong until maybe 20 minutes in when someone said, no, it's pronounced this way. And I was like, hey, you know, thanks for letting me know. I'm trying. So be willing to fail be willing to get it wrong, and be willing to not give up. Then what you can do is assess your sleep hygiene. Sleep is so critical. It is so important. Assess your sleep hygiene. See how you can increase the quality of your sleep. 
take breaks from cultural learning. Like when you're learning or you're in a new space, you're trying to connect with someone, you know, there is this thing that is called micro moves and micro bursts. Don't think you have to take it all in at once. Thirdly, communicate about your state or level of readiness, just like my son. Bridge to You podcast is a resource for global leaders. It's a resource for global leaders to have a curriculum of leadership in the diaspora of excellence around the world. It is a modern curriculum where we debunk the status quo in African cultures and Caribbean cultures as multicultural leaders. Bridge to You is focused first and foremost about who we are, then what we do. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Bridge to You podcast. If this podcast episode intrigued you, if you are inspired about questions, if you have any things that you want to continue to discuss, I encourage you to reach out to me and let's continue the conversation. You can connect with me on all my social platforms, LinkedIn, Clear Communication Coach, Instagram, Clear Communication Coach. You can email us at leadership at clearcommunicationsolutions.com. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to You podcast. Visit clearcommunicationsolutions.com or connect with me on LinkedIn, Monique Russell, or Instagram at Clear Communication Coach. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.